When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. All right, hey everyone, welcome in to Purple Daily with Mackie and Judd. We'll dive into some interesting comments by Rick Spielman here in just a second. But as you may have heard, there were some major changes announced to Score North last week due to the economic impact of coronavirus, changes that were completely out of my control, Judd's control, Declan's control. Um, As we look to keep the Score North vision alive, and as we also look to pay tribute to the ones who lost their jobs last week, including Matthew Collar, Rami Makloff, and a bunch of great behind-the-scenes people, you can help us by doing a couple of things. Please subscribe to the Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily podcast feeds wherever you find podcasts, if you do listen to podcasts, and give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple if possible. It helps spread the word about the shows to other Minnesota sports fans and Vikings fans. And the second thing you can do to help keep Score North pushing in the right direction is to subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're listening to this on the Purple Daily podcast feed, it's youtube.com slash Score North, where you can find daily Vikings discussions. And even though this has been a really tough week for us here at Score North, seeing many of our friends laid off due to COVID-19. It's just been great hearing from so many listeners and viewers and social media followers who have been keeping up with us over the years. We love hearing from you. We love interacting with you. You can always email me, pmackey at scorenorth.com, jzolgad at scorenorth.com, and you can always uh, check in with us on Twitter, at philmackey and at jzolgad. And uh, we're going to be a lot more active in the YouTube comment sections as well here. But gentlemen... Today, mm-hmm. we recap some comments made by our friend, General Manager Rick Spielman, who spoke with Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio this week and said, in kind of a Rick Spielman chuckly way, that the Vikings have, quote, no intent to sign Percy Harvin. No intent should be like the trademark T-shirt phrase for Rick Spielman going back with all of these speculated trade rumors. Including Percy 1.0 the first time around when he said they had no intent of trading Percy Harvin back in the day. Exactly. So, two-part question for you here. Mm -hmm. Where do you think Rick Spielman actually stands on Percy Harvin, who's been out of the league for four years, he wants to make a comeback, he's only like 30 years old, and should the Vikings actually consider bringing Percy Harvin on board? Uh, One, I think because of what the Vikings went through with Percy the first time, which, by the way, got off to a great start in 2009. The kid was outstanding. Uh, But I think with what Spielman went through at the end of Percy's first run here, I think on this one, if 
if we had a truth or lie segment here, and clearly the uh, the uh, I have no intention of trading Stefan Diggs or something along those lines was a lie. I'm saying that Rick Spielman has no interest in putting himself through um, Percy coming back with his team and potentially causing some of the same headaches that he did starting in around circa 2010 or so with the Vikings. And you know what? I think if you're the Vikings, because I don't, I don't see this team as, as being like a man, if you just bring back Percy, that, that's your next guy. And then you're a Super Bowl team. Um, I think that they have enough now on the depth chart at the position to find out what they have. They've got some quality players there. So I'm buying that Percy Harvin does not make a whole lot of sense, Phil Mackey, for the 2020 Vikings. Uh, I wish I could sit here and shout you down and disagree with you, but I actually I'm going to take what you just said a step further just to squash this completely. okay? Okay, I think Percy Harvin is one of the most wildly overrated football players in the last 20 years, not only with the Vikings, but in in the NFL as a whole. Okay? Okay, so was he wildly talented? Yes. Was he quick and athletically gifted and able to be a game breaker at times? Absolutely. Yes. I sound like Brett Favre right now. Can Percy, uh, Could Percy get out play? in the open Maybe. field and play? I told Percy I'd, Maybe. I told Percy I'd dance. Maybe. But I think Percy Harvin is one of those guys that is, he's got his hands in a lot of different things, and he's pretty good at a lot of different things, but he's never been great at one. He can kick return a little bit. Well, that doesn't even really matter in 2020 NFL, all right? Yep. Okay, well, he can catch us bubble screen passes and get out in the open. Okay, well, like Dalvin Cook should be getting that work with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And, and and maybe even like Irv Smith should be getting some of those touches in terms of yeah. just like get the guy the ball and put him out in open field and open space. And so if we're looking at talent to baggage ratio, assuming that Percy goes back to being, which is no guarantee, the same Percy that we saw a few years ago, I just don't think the talent-to-baggage ratio is worth it, considering if he gets mad, he's known to throw weights at coaches. If Percy so, Harvin... I'm out on Percy Harvin. And if, if Percy had started his career, let's say, in Denver, okay, and went Denver, Seattle, the Jets, Buffalo, and retired like he did and now came back, we wouldn't even broach his, his name. Like, we wouldn't say, man, Percy Harvin is out there and is obtainable. So the only reason why Spielman's being asked about this or why we're talking about it is due to one fact. He played for the Vikings. Where I will defend him is in 2009, he was an integral piece to that puzzle sure. and came in and was great for one year. And then, obviously, he had the problems with migraines. He had the problems that he has talked about extensively of uh, being high playing games, which I'm sure some guys are. Um, I'm high right now, by the way. The same. But let me yeah. defend him on one Seen thing. We've had? <laughs> I'm going to throw this question back and and the point about him being in retrospect now, an overrated player during the course of his professional career. And I'm going to throw you this question. If Percy Harvin, not at this age, if he was at Florida and had just got drafted and his rookie season was going to be, if they play football, the 2020 season, how impactful could he be in today's game? Because I think there's a case to be made for as good as Percy was for the Vikings in 2009, he came around at the wrong time. I mean, if you gave if you gave a twenty two year old Percy Harvin to Andy Reid in today's game, yeah, how impactful could that guy be as far as different ideas that in two thousand nine were probably sort of like, ah, eh, this might work, but now you would say definitely is going to work, and we're going to use him in let's say 
three different ways. Yeah, there's a certain I mean, there's a certain demand and a certain usage right now for those Swiss Army knife players that are almost positionless in some ways. Yep, you know, I'm thinking like Tyreek Hill and there's 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 running back I mean, even like Jarek McKinnon to some extent, just a guy that was a running back that was mostly catching passes out of the backfield for the Vikings and for and for the 49ers. Uh, I agree. If he had come along ten years, ten years in advance, you could say that about some quarterbacks in the '90s too, right? Like, if Cordell Stewart had come around fifteen years later, what kind of a career would he have had? You know, what would there's a lot know, of what slash. ifs. But Percy Harvin is an interesting what if. But even you know, the the last truly productive season he had was maybe maybe 2014 when he caught 51 passes for 500 yards. Otherwise, and he, and he got injured in 2013 with Seattle. You got to go back to 2012 when he was 24 years old. The last time he really put up like actual meaningful numbers in the NFL. 2012. Oh yeah, that's eight years ago. Yeah, but you're right. If you could take 2009, 2010, Percy Harvin, plop him into today's NFL, he'd be a special player. But if, if and he'd, I'm be, a he'd team, put up more yards than he did then too. If I'm a team now, I don't think so. Yeah. And, and plus, if if you you look right now at the second wave of free agent guys who are still out there because teams can't fly them to their uh, facilities to check up on them, uh, to give them the uh, physical work that they want to, and things like that. Why the hell are you going to say, you know who we're going to take a flyer on? Right. Percy Harvin. Yeah. So, okay, what were were some of the stories about him? What was the weight-throwing story? Was that Leslie Frazier? No. No, he got in a couple knockdown dragouts with with Les, which, by the way, damn near impossible. I mean, the nicest football coach you will ever cover. Yeah. A a guy who was far too good a person to be in that job. Uh, the Childress thing was, I it was during the whole meltdown of 2010, and around the time that they released Moss, because the problem among the multitude of problems with the acquisition of Randy Moss was the fact that Percy idolized him, and so Percy went from being pain in the ass to ultra pain because Moss was like, "Here's how we do it," and and Moss was smart. And so I think the weight throwing thing was Percy was getting into tiffs with Childress. And I don't know if it was directly related to the release of Moss around that time, but I want to say it was on a Friday before a game and they got in some type of dispute and Percy went ballistic and the, the weight room was attached, as you recall, Phil, to the practice shed yeah. at Winter Park. And they got into some type of dispute and a screaming match. And Childress was like by the door to the practice shed, and Percy was in I don't know the center or part of that weight room, which was a really cheap like put together weight room. And Percy picked up a weight and heaved it at, at Childress as somebody like just in time closed the door, and instead of connecting with Childress, it, it just hit the door and fell to the ground. Was it okay? Was it coincident that somebody was closing the door? Or no, was I think they could it? see things were going okay. really, really wrong at that point. <laughs> but but. The dispute between Percy and Brad actually, as I recall now, um, went back largely to 2000, the training camp 2010. Percy's grandma died. I mean, and with all due respect, we think she died. And so he disappeared from Mankato. And at some point in time, and this was something like with two weeks left in training camp. And then I think the next thing was Percy's grandma not only died, but he has gotten a series of migraines and like he's debilitated. And so somebody told me along the way, Brad started calling Percy and like texting him just continuously. When you coming back? When you coming back? Are, are you coming back tomorrow? Now it's somewhat legitimate, but you know, for a guy like Percy who was a recalcitrant, he's also like, "This is BS," and he got madder and madder. And so 
as I recall, he never came back to Mankato. He reappeared taking meds for the migraines when, when they reconvened for the last portion of training camp at Winter Park. And that's the day where he went out to the practice field in his shorts and was watching practice and collapsed. Well, he no, he threw up and collapsed in the pile of puke. And so he's laying there. And at first, I think they're like, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. And he doesn't get up. He doesn't get up. Like, this goes on. People thought he was, was going to My die. understanding, and, my, and, and this is, okay, so this is reckless speculation because I was told this from the outside. They later ascertained, I think, his heart had stopped briefly. Like, it was yeah. really bad. So they call an ambulance, which drives onto the practice field, carts him off. Thank God he was fine. But I think as far as things starting to go downhill between the head coach and Percy Harvin, it started in that training camp. And then the Moss thing accelerated it to the point of where when Moss was released approximately a month after he was obtained from the Patriots, Percy helped him move out. Like they had become oh, wow. really, really tight. And so the trade or the, the release of Moss, I think, soured Percy as much as possible. Boy. But then, but then, uh, fast forward to, I believe, 2011, and Percy, Ponder missed Percy on a pass in Seattle. And that's the one where Percy goes to the sideline and starts yelling at Les Frazier something like, I'll never play for this guy. I can't play with this guy and going nuts. And like Les responded. That's also the one time where everyone agreed with yeah. Percy Harvin. Yeah, they did. But then but then they got in another screaming match, I don't know, a week, two weeks, at some point after that, at Winter Park. So by this point in time, it was all it was yeah. all done. Maybe he's mellowed out after like seven but or eight years. But why are you going to take the chance? It's not like you're just it. not, especially when you've got Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, now. you don't have enough snaps. They, if they if they had come out of the draft and they had drafted like a third round wide receiver or something, I could say, all right, well, man. But Justin Jefferson yeah, seems like a guy that's going to step. You right should be in. fine, right? And if you're looking for a third wide receiver, like I would, I would rather give BC Johnson forty or fifty yes. targets and use him down the field than try to bring a Percy Harvin back after four years not playing in the NFL. I agree completely. So some good stories there. Um, <laughs> Poor Brad. That's a wrap on uh, this episode uh, of uh, uh, what's the show? Purple uh, Daily. Uh, we'll start with uh, Tahi. Uh, <laughs> That's going to scar you forever. The uh, fact that you always started with Tahi. Thank you to uh, Federated Insurance for uh, <laughs> sponsoring this episode of Purple Daily. Federated Insurance is here for local businesses in the state of Minnesota. Those local businesses are our community partners, our neighbors, our families, and our friends. And when you need Federated, Federated is here to help. You can visit federatedinsurance.com or call your local marketing representative to access trusted resources you may need. Uh, pandemic response plans, communications to employees. There's all kinds of things you may need as a business owner during this crazy time right now. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.